Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, victory for Joe Biden. The 77-year-old moving into the White House as Donald Trump refuses to concede. From dancing in the street to protesters demanding answers, the United States remains divided. Relief in Victoria, COVID restrictions lifted, the ring of steel comes down, but masks stay on for now. And the Premier's thank you, COVID workers and firefighters to enjoy front row seats to Sydney's New Year's Eve fireworks. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. All eyes are on Donald Trump as he prepares to mount a legal challenge over the Democrats' election victory. The one-term president is now facing growing internal and external pressure to accept the result. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Ash. Has there been any movement from the incumbent president? Uh, good morning, Jody. Well, we're keeping a close eye on Donald Trump this morning here in Washington, actually, and um, he is not showing any signs of backing down. He is left the White House and headed over to the golf course once again. Uh, he's back on Twitter this morning, too, saying that we believe these people are thieves, the big city machines are corrupt, this was a stolen election, showing uh, no indication that he has any plans to concede anytime soon. Brushing off a devastating election loss, Donald Trump heads back to the green. But for the president-elect, it was a different start to the day, visiting his local church for Sunday Mass, his prayers paying off after a fifth day of vote counting. We can now project the winner... ..that Joe Biden has been elected... ..the 46th president of the United States. Biden is used to waiting, first mounting his tilt for the job in 1987. But against a backdrop of a pandemic, economic and social divide, 2020 would become his year. America's papers splashing the news across the front pages of their Sunday editions. I pledge to be a president who seeks not to divide, but unify. And for the 74 million Americans who voted for Biden, they did just that, taking over the streets. I feel like finally we've reclaimed our country. Um, Donald Trump can say whatever he wants on Twitter, but right now look around, the voices of all these people have been heard and he's fired. How do you think things will change in America? Um, I think it's going to be a long and slow road. In the passenger seat for that journey will be Kamala Harris, the first woman, the first person of colour and the first Asian American to become vice president. To Joe's character, that he had the audacity 
to break one of the most substantial barriers that exists in our country and select a woman as his vice president. And she's already in good stead with the nation. I'm already hopeful in 2024 that Kamala Harris is the next president. So Joe Biden out at church today with 73 days until he gets the keys to the White House. Still, though, the president's family digging in. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. writing this morning, we went from four years of Russia rigged the election to elections can't be rigged really fast, didn't we? We are hearing that there are fractures within the Trump family with the president's son-in-law uh, and senior advisor Jared Kushner advising him to concede while his children stand by him. Jody. Okay, Ash, thank you. We've seen an incredible wave of support for Joe Biden from leaders across the globe. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. How has the Prime Minister responded and what will this, mean, mean, this win mean for Australia? Jody, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has welcomed the news that Joe Biden has been declared President-elect of the United States, saying it is the start of a new chapter with our closest ally. Scott Morrison joined leaders from right around the world in congratulating Mr Biden on his victory. He also thanked Donald Trump but urged for patience while legal disputes were resolved. He comes to this relationship with a deep experience and a deep history. A history that has seen him come to Australia before. President Trump equally showed a great commitment to this part of the world and the relationship between Australia and the United States. Donald Trump never visited Australia during his four-year term, but Scott Morrison hopes that Joe Biden and his wife will visit next year for the 70th anniversary of the ANZUS Treaty. Jody. OK, thanks, Taylor. Victorians can now travel anywhere in their state with Melbourne's 25-kilometre ring of steel scrapped. Premier Daniel Andrews announced a raft of COVID rules to be eased today. From today, groups of 70 are allowed outdoors at cafes and pubs, while a number of other venues, including libraries, gyms and cinemas, can reopen. If we want to stay open, then we have to stay safe. If we want to enjoy these steps and more, then we all have to play our part. Face masks are here to stay, though, with the Premier refusing to relax those rules. Frontline workers will be thanked for their service by being given the best seats in the house to Sydney's New Year's Eve fireworks. The New South Wales government is planning to lock down the city. The Telegraph reports entry will be limited to only those with a permit to keep festivities COVID safe. Prime viewing areas will be reserved for frontline COVID workers and firefighters as a thank you for a tough year. COVID alert has been issued for people in Sydney's northwest after traces of the virus were found in wastewater. Residents in Rouse Hill and surrounds have been told to remain vigilant and to come forward for testing if they develop symptoms. The alert comes as New South Wales recorded no new cases of locally transmitted COVID-19 in the past 24 hours. <coughs> Australia's most unlikely TV sensation, Jeannie Little, has died after a long battle with dementia. The star's outlandish fashion statements and unmistakable voice helped launch an unforgettable career. Would you welcome Jeannie Little? The accidental superstar who introduced Australia to the pizza hat. Don't wear it on a hot day because otherwise the cheese runs down your face. <laughs> and so glamorous and fabulous and innovative and creative. A dress shop owner initially booked for one guest TV appearance 
her grating catchphrase. And darling, darling, darling. Oh, and her grating fashion sense became beloved. I thought she was a drag queen. And I thought, my God, this creature, where's she come from? From Mars. She won the 1977 Gold Logie. Pardon me. I think I've got uh, feather balls in my throat, I mean. Off camera, devoted to charities. She was just the most kind-hearted, generous person. I'm going to start crying. Diagnosed with dementia in 2009, there's a research foundation in her name. Darling, are you paying attention? Jeannie's hit song revealed the joke was on us. I'm being paid for being what I am, and if you don't like it, I don't give a and just the real deal, 100%, you don't get people like that. Nick McCallum, 7 News. There's a new push to improve safety on our roads. Car safety assessor ANCAP has a new ad campaign urging drivers to buy vehicles with autonomous emergency braking, which stops a car automatically and with lane assist. These technologies are available in today's cars. They're not future technologies. The ads feature dash cam videos showing what can happen when the technology is not used. Victorians with allergies or asthma are being urged to stay indoors over the coming days with an extreme pollen forecast. Melbourne and surrounds will see intense amounts of grass pollen in the air. October is the peak season for allergies. Experts say showering after being outdoors can help and they're advising hay fever sufferers to keep allergy relief on hand. An Australian company will today start making what could be the first COVID vaccine that works. CSL will make millions of doses of the AstraZeneca drug ready to be rolled out next year. A vial not much bigger than a jelly bean holds enough coronavirus vaccine cells to make 30 million doses. This is a pretty unique set of circumstances. Dr Andrew Nash is in charge of CSL's production of the vaccine. If approved, it'll be available for the public mid-next year. Rest assured that it's going to be safe. Um, all of the work through phase one and indeed through the larger uh, phase three clinical studies will demonstrate safety. They're producing two vaccines here from AstraZeneca and the Uni of Queensland. AstraZeneca's is more advanced. Phase three trial results are due in weeks. And it is only once we have the results from that phase three study that we'll know that this vaccine will work or not. I'm more optimistic than pessimistic. The vaccine cells were frozen and shipped to Australia from the UK, then thawed at the Broadmeadows facility and left to grow in giant tanks called bioreactors. The formula is then filtered and purified and turned into dosage vials. If the vaccine works, we'll need two doses each a few weeks apart. Making millions of vaccine doses months ahead of approval is not usually how pharmaceutical companies operate. But with so much pressure to end this pandemic, it's a gamble that CSL and our federal government paying for it are willing to take. So what happens to all the doses if it's no good? Um, look, I, I guess they'll be disposed of in some way or, or another. But if successful, it'll be the start of a return to normal life. Blake Johnson, 7 News. Thai police have fired water cannon at thousands of protesters demonstrating in Bangkok. They marched towards the Grand Palace, trying to deliver boxes of letters to the king, demanding reform of the monarchy. Officers fired water cannon at the crowd after they rolled away a line of buses that had been placed in their path. 
Florida is bracing for impact as tropical storm Eta approaches. Residents have begun filling sandbags to protect their homes and businesses from flooding. Eta is the 28th storm of the 2020 hurricane season. Heavy rains, powerful winds and a storm surge are expected to hit within the next 48 hours. The Queen and senior members of the Royal Family have attended a scaled-back Remembrance Sunday service at the Cenotaph in London. The service was closed to the public for the first time as social distancing measures were in place. Following a two-minute silence, the Queen watched on from a balcony as the Prince of Wales laid a wreath on her behalf. Wreaths were also laid by Prince William and British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Checking finance now, it was a relatively flat trading session on Wall Street over the weekend. The Dow Jones finished 67 points lower, the Nasdaq closed slightly higher. In London, the FTSE rose and Germany's DAX fell. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1951 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 39.45 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.55 US cents, 74.97 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. Tabcorp has apologised for a nationwide computer meltdown which caused Australia's biggest ever betting blackout. Services slowly came back online yesterday afternoon. The agency is still investigating a power outage at an external data centre. Our commitment is to, uh, to go away off the back of this and, and leave no stone unturned. It's estimated the TAB lost $100 million from the blunder. Madame Tussauds in London has wasted no time converting its Donald Trump wax figure from a president into a golfer. Trump's clothing was changed from presidential attire to a snazzy polo and golf pants. The museum says his campaign may not have been a hole-in-one, but Donald Trump is now on course to dedicate more of his time to his favourite sport. And Donald Trump is remaining tight-lipped as he faces mounting pressure to concede defeat in the US election. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Washington. Good morning, Ash. He's letting multiple legal challenges do the talking for him. Yeah, Jody, this is a president defiant. 24 hours after learning that he had lost the election, Donald Trump is back out on the golf course today and back on Twitter, quoting uh, another Republican where he says, we believe these people are thieves. Uh, the big city machines are corrupt. This was a stolen election. His personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, uh, on Fox News this morning and vowing multiple lawsuits will be launched this week. Pennsylvania election was, was a, um, a disaster. I mean, I, I only gave you the highlights. I mean, we, we, have, um, we have people that observe people being pushed out of the polling place. We have people who were uh, suggested to vote uh, the other way and shown how to do it. Uh, I'm giving you the big picture, where the numbers are such that you could reverse the, the call. Some big questions about what will play out here in Washington between now and Inauguration Day on January 20. The president's son, Donald Trump Jr., tweeting this morning, we went from four years of Russia rigged the election to elections can't be rigged really fast, didn't we? And we're hearing that there are fractures within the Trump family with his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, believing he should concede. Jody. OK, thanks, Ash. In sport, the Blues are backing Nathan Cleary to answer his critics in State of Origin 2 on Wednesday night. Blues coach Brad Fittler responded to calls Cleary should be axed by making the halfback his vice-captain. Cleary concedes he needs to lift after failing to fire in the series opener. Kurt Capewell is in doubt to line up for the Maroons in Origin 2 due to a groin injury. 
There's a logjam of deals still to be finalised with only four days left in the AFL trade period. Essendon are yet to make an offer to the Bulldogs for Josh Dunkley. That deal would then allow the Dogs to pursue out-of-favour magpie Adam Trelaw. The Bombers are also trying to convince Adam Saad not to leave for Carlton, while the Cats and Giants remain at loggerheads over Jeremy Cameron. The Sydney Sixers have pulled off a big coup for the upcoming Big Bash season. Australian star Mitch Stark has committed to play for the first time in five years when he isn't required for international duty. Yeah, I was watching, obviously, Stephen and Josh get back involved last year. Um, you know, still, still been around the club, as I said, so saw a little, a little bit of an opportunity there to, to jump back in. In the IPL, Marcus Stoinis starred with bat and ball to guide Delhi into the final. The Aussie all-rounder hit a rapid 38 before taking three big wickets in their 17-run win over David Warner's Hyderabad. The Capitals will face Mumbai in the decider. Scott McLaughlin has set himself a three-year deadline to win the IndyCar Championship in the US. The three-time Supercars champ had to complete a rookie orientation, averaging mandatory speeds of 330 kilometres an hour to compete in next year's race. Despite crashing out in his Indy debut for Team Penske, McLaughlin says the plan is to win the series. Three-year plan, you know, by the end of it, you'd like to be contending for a championship. That's, uh, you know, that's probably exactly what I would like to do. Um, and I'm, I'm going to need to. The 27-year-old also intends on returning to Mount Panorama next year for the Bathurst 1000. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a deepening low pressure system and strong front should bring rain and strong winds to WA's southwest. Moist onshore winds are driving a few showers over coastal Queensland and northeastern New South Wales, mostly dry elsewhere under a high pressure ridge. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane and in Sydney, mostly sunny in Canberra, heading for a top of 23 degrees, sunny in Melbourne, a top of 27, sunny in Hobart and 22. Partly cloudy in Adelaide today, showers and a possible storm in Perth and a possible shower or storm in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News this Monday, the 9th of November 2020.